common sense reality check for both the left and the right. This is American Viewpoints with Mike Ferguson. Is your child at risk of becoming addicted? Yeah, actually addicted to screens like video games. Well, we've got some advice still coming your way here today. I'm Mike Ferguson. Thank you for spending part of your weekend with us here on American Viewpoints. You know, it's uh, big money for government, but are red light cameras keeping us safer, making it worth it? Well, in one state alone, the total amount of fines is just staggering. But what does that mean to your state and where you live? I'm joined now by Austin Berg from the Illinois Policy Institute. Austin, thanks so much for the time today. Good to be with you. So red light cameras, I mean, they're not brand new. They've been around for, you know, over a decade and maybe, what, 12, 13 years in some areas. Some states are getting away from it, but uh, it's not just about the money. Because your recent uh, write-up in Illinois alone, over a billion dollars in fines? Yeah, the numbers are just staggering. So we went around to every municipality in Illinois, sent them Freedom of Information Act requests, saying how many cameras they've had, how much revenue they've generated. And we had no idea that we would find this much revenue. The the only city that's really in the news for this often in Illinois is Chicago. And it's been famous for red light camera abuse. You had the number two of the Department of Transportation go to jail for accepting bribes. Uh, You had a massive class action lawsuit that was just settled uh, where the city wasn't giving people proper notification of how to to challenge the ticket. You even had the city shortening yellow light times. So people know about this being a problem uh, in Chicago. But we actually found that cities outside Chicago are now generating just as much revenue, uh, issuing just as many tickets, and there's just as many cameras. So it's a problem really not just for Chicago, but for many other areas of the state as well. Austin, I'm taking back a little bit. Are you saying that there is corruption in the government of the city of Chicago? You may say that, but it's not just Chicago. (laughs) So that's, that's what's really astonishing is that you have, so the reason we had to go around to every little municipality and ask about this is that the state of Illinois doesn't even keep a comprehensive list of where these things are located, even though, as you said, they've generated over a billion dollars over the last 10 years. The state can't tell you know, your average taxpayer where these things are located. So, yeah, there's, corruption is definitely playing a part. And we actually saw in the FBI and IRS raids of a number of Illinois officials and municipalities that they're actually looking for records related to a company called SafeSpeed, which donates heavily to politicians, especially at the local level, and gets a cut of all this ticket revenue uh, on the red light cameras that they operate. Austin, I used to be on the board of aldermen of uh, a suburb in uh, the Kansas City area years ago, and we actually went through this debate. So I've heard both sides of it. Let me kind of play devil's advocate here. Somebody says, Austin, this is just more efficient law enforcement cops can't be everywhere we want them fighting the violent crime and if we've got something automated that can catch people driving dangerously what's the problem so we actually if that argument was really effective i think we would see more communities across the nation moving to adopt red light cameras in fact the number of communities nationwide with these programs has dropped by 35 percent over the last five years, uh, those arguments aren't holding water with community residents who actually, you know, despise these cameras, feel like they are are dinged unfairly. It can actually reduce trust in law enforcement because people think that they're being used as piggy banks. And then finally, the safety argument is very dubious. We've had plenty of studies on the efficacy of red light cameras, and a lot of those studies actually find that 
crashes increase because people are slamming on the brakes and then the person driving behind them crashes into their bumper. Mm. Uh, so at the end of the day, we see these things usually as vehicles uh, for revenue and even vehicles for corruption rather than uh, vehicles for safety. For the for the record, I was adamantly against this uh, when I was in office. And one of the problems I had with this personally, and I'd, I'd love to get your thoughts on that, is that part of the deal was we had to change our city ordinance to assume that you are guilty if your car if your car is on the red light camera picture and you had to prove yourself innocent my argument being that even though we're talking about something as small as a you know 25 or 50 dollar ticket to me that is a terrible precedent for any government to say okay to make it easier on us we're going to assume you did it and you have to pr- pr- you have to present evidence showing that you weren't yeah, and forget twenty-five to fifty-dollar ticket in Illinois. These things can run up to a hundred dollars. So most municipalities actually charge a hundred bucks a ticket. And exactly as you said, there are these huge due process concerns because oftentimes the camera only sees your car and license plate. It doesn't identify the driver. And I mean, I went out to one of these uh, places, one of the one of the cities that's generating the most in revenue from these tickets. Uh, it's a town of less than 2,000 people, uh, very heavily traveled in DuPage County, uh, just west of Chicago. And you go to the area where people are supposed to go to challenge these tickets, and you see elderly people, you see people with mental illnesses. It's, it's a really kind of brutal way to do law enforcement and to raise revenue. I couldn't think of a worse way, in fact. Now, having addressed the revenue issue, There are a lot of city governments, county governments who say, yeah, Austin, our budgets are really tight right now. We we just we need to generate revenue to provide these other services that government is expected to provide. So if this gives us an avenue to do it and in most states, I don't know what it is in Illinois, the points don't even go on your license. So you just pay the fine and be done with it. It doesn't actually raise your insurance or anything. So other than a ticket, no harm, no foul. And we can provide better services. So the problem with that is that one of the most basic tenets of public finance when you're trying to run a city is that you need to fund your recurring costs, those things that come every year, like payroll, healthcare, things like that, with recurring revenue. The problem with red lights is that it's very volatile revenue, and if it's not volatile, if it's if you're getting the same the same nut every year from your red light camera, that means the camera's not working. You want <laughs> those tickets to go down because people are supposed to change their behavior. Uh, so I don't think that argument holds water. And again, you see communities across the nation increasingly turning away from these things despite the money because they, they find it to be dirty money. They don't want it. One of the things that surprised me the most when we had this sent to us in the community where I was in office was the company said, we're going to give you the camera for free or cameras for free. We're going to handle all the maintenance of it. We're going to pay the people to look up who's was in that car we're going to handle everything and you just collect the fines but by the way we get half of it yeah that's crazy can you imagine someone doing that with any other you know cities like law enforcement service it's just people understand that these things are so prone to corruption and actually thankfully we're seeing in springfield right now bipartisan legislation that's moving that would ban these cameras you saw um Recently in Texas this summer, Governor Greg Abbott banned red light cameras statewide uh, because people are realizing that, you know, we're all for for local control. Local communities should be able to have the power to do what they want. But this tool 
is a broken tool. Um, it's a corrupt tool, and it's hurting more people than it's helping. So at some point, I do think the state needs to step in and say, no, these aren't right for any community in the state. Yeah, Missouri cracked down on them, what, two or three years ago, I think it was as well, because a lot of these problems. But uh, Austin got uh, just under a minute here. So real quick, what's your 15, 20 second answer to, well, if you don't want to deal with it, then obey the traffic laws? Well, you actually, so here's a great example. East St. Louis, they installed a red light camera a few years ago and had to take it down after, I believe, only a year because people couldn't afford to pay the tickets. So you have people doing, you know, rolling uh, stops, uh, red lights, turning right. Uh, You have people, I even heard a story from a woman who needed to turn right because the car behind her was about to run into her and still had to pay the ticket because she violated a red light. It's just a really ham-handed way to do law enforcement. And in fact, if you're pro-law enforcement, if you want more trust in, in police and law enforcement in your community, you should be adamantly against these cameras because they just make people cynical and they think that law enforcement, is, policing is happening uh, for profit rather than for safety. All right. And Austin, people want to be in touch with what you're doing at Illinois Policy. The way to do it is what? Go to IllinoisPolicy.org and look us up on Facebook at Illinois Policy. Austin, thank you so much. Thank you. Here's a big question. Is your kid addicted? And I mean that in a medical sense, addicted to screens and video games and things like that. Well, the answer is that can actually happen. We've got advice for you just ahead. If you are worried about your child's addiction to the screen and the addiction to video games. Also, the big news story that you may have missed this week. We're talking about it just ahead here on American Viewpoints. It may be hard to believe, but people just like you are already saving money. FeedThePig.org makes it easy. Their simple savings plan teaches you how to start saving without going overboard. So you don't need to start foraging wild berries. I was skeptical, but these are actually pretty good. You don't need to sell your soul to the devil. Fifteen bucks is the best I can do. You just need FeedThePig.org. Don't get left behind. Get tips and tools at FeedThePig.org. Brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. Did you like what you heard on the show? Or did my guest get it totally wrong? Or maybe I got it wrong. Either way, hear it again and share our discussions through the American Viewpoints podcast. I'm Mike Ferguson, and every segment of this show is posted as a podcast. Find it on Simplecast or Spotify, Radio Public, iHeart, or pretty much anywhere podcasts are found. A new podcast is posted every Monday through Thursday, so subscribe and keep the conversation going.